Hello and welcome to the Mindset Matters podcast. I'm your host Jack Coops and on this week's episode we're looking at three simple rules to live your life by where I look to break down three simple ways you can get from where you are now to where you want to be but also do it in a way that allows for continuous progression. So guys welcome back to week two of, uh, of me re-beginning this this podcast I just want to thank you all um for coming back to me if you're if you're regular listeners or if you're a new listener welcome to the club but I I got a few messages from people um who are regular listeners last week after I after I made the long-awaited return um and I just want to say thank you so much It, it honestly means so much um and I'm glad to be back here hopefully giving you some value and being back in flow again um, so this week I wanted to give you three simple rules to live your life by where really what, what I want to do is hopefully inspire you and give you a little bit of knowledge around actually three simple ways that if you follow these rules every single day for the rest of your life you will find happiness, you will find abundance, you will find freedom, you will find self-awareness and either way find a way just to be happy within yourself and within your life. So the first rule guys is... Um, is to do the work. Simple, right? To get to where we want to, we have to do the hard work. But this one is is easier said than done, and it goes for anything we want to do. We we often want to go in a direction, we get that initial motivation, we get that momentum, we have all of that excitement. Um, I know I get this every single time I start something new. Um, and then a couple of weeks goes in, and you're like, oh shit, now it's tough. Do I really want this? Oh, I can skip a day. Uh, no, I'm, I can just skip a day. That's fine, isn't it? And then before you know it, you aren't doing the work anymore. And the best of us, I say the best of us, the, the people who succeed will go back to what they were trying to do. They will retry and retry and retry until they get it again. And that's exactly what I said in last week's episode. Sometimes we forget to just keep going back. But if you keep going back and you keep trying, you will be successful. Whether it's a day, a year, a month, however long it is, you will you will find success at that at some point. But often we allow our negative self-talk to come in. And then we bring in all of our limiting beliefs, our scarcity mindset. And we start telling ourselves, shit, I don't know if I can do this. Hold on, they're better than me. Or maybe there's already too many people doing it. You know, we find some kind of excuse and our our mind is a toxic, toxic cesspit of excuses when we allow it to be to be in that state because we are conditioned to believe we can't do things. We're conditioned through school, through our upbringing, whatever it is to, to think that you can't do something. So then when things get tough, you make excuses for not wanting to do the work or not needing to do the work. Or actually, you're not good enough to even bother doing the work. So when it comes down to the crunch, um, you stop. I certainly resonate with that. I've done that more times than I can count in my life. All the way from when I was a child, wanting to become a professional footballer, all the way until now, where I stopped doing this podcast and I stopped investing in myself and and, um, doing all of the healthy habits that I'd spent years developing, stopped them and started to slip back into a previous mindset. So I really resonate with this point. Um, And you know what, guys, it's tough sometimes. Life gets in the way when we have these goals, we have these visions, we have things that we want to achieve. Life will get in the way. And that's fine. But the number one rule 
is just keep doing the hard work. Just keep working. If you miss, try again. If you miss again, try again. Because at some point you won't miss. At some point you will be successful. At some point you will get to where you need to be. And you will look back and you'll be like, oh my God, doing that hard work was so worth it. I always use the example of fitness as as it's the easiest example to use. But you don't build muscle, you don't build a six pack, you don't get enough endurance to run a marathon by working out for one week. Working out for one week is easy. Yeah, okay, we say the toughest bit is starting. Bullshit. The toughest bit is when you're a month or you're two, two months in, you're starting to see that consistency, you're starting to see the habits creep in, you're starting to see improvement, and then you take your foot off the gas. You start to think you've already done it. Oh, the goal's achieved. The habit's in place. And then a month later, you're thinking, oh, shit, I haven't been to the gym in a month. Oh, shit, I've been for one run in the last three weeks. Whatever it is. When we stop doing the work, that's when we stop moving towards our, our goal. Goal should only ever be in place to help motivate you get to an end state. That end state is constantly moving. Okay, if you have a goal in a year's time to run a marathon, are you going to just stop running because of you achieved that marathon? You could. And there's no problem with that if that's something you wanted to do. But realistically, we set goals because of we want a target to build towards. I want to run a marathon because of, number one, it's something off my bucket list. But number two, I need a reason to get out and fucking run. I need a reason to go out and lose weight. So I'm, I'm, I'm just going to do it. I'm going to run a marathon. Screw it. I will do it. That's what goals are in place for. However, you could quite easily run that marathon, stop, never run again, put on the weight that you lost, lose the fitness that you had, and in a year's time be feeling really crappy because if you achieved this goal, you're at the peak performance you've, you've been in in your life, and then you're not doing the work anymore. So the work has to be done every single day for the rest of your life. And that sounds shit, right? Oh, I've got to do this work every single day for the rest of my life. That's why goals are bullshit. It's about your lifestyle. If you build everything around your lifestyle, who you want to be, the best version of yourself, and put in things that get you to the best version of yourself, things for you to work on every single day, when you create that lifestyle, it becomes easy. It becomes part of your identity. It becomes part of who you are. But either way, whatever works best for you, just do the work. Even if you have to tell yourself that every single day. The amount of times I wake up in the morning, especially recently, now I'm starting to get back into the swing of things. Now those habits are coming back in. Even this morning, I woke up, I laid in bed for five minutes. I was like, oh, you know, I could get up a bit later. I could do a shorter meditation. Oh, well, you know, I can I can read for less amount of time. I could just have, have an extra half an hour in bed. I laid there for five minutes. And then, then I found the discipline. Then I found the drive to be like, no, what do I achieve by just going to sleep? Nothing. If I get up and do the work, I'm building back towards the person I want to be. Sometimes you have to be tough to yourself. But either way, just do the work. So that brings us on to our second rule. So rule number two is if you don't ask, you don't get. And this stands for so, so much. 
Um, it stands for applying for that job that you think maybe I could do, but maybe I'm not good enough. You never know if you don't ask. It's like asking for a raise. You feel like you're not getting paid enough for the job that you do. You feel like other people are getting compensated uh, better for you when they don't do the work and you just accept it. And it makes you miserable and it makes you angry and it makes you resentful of your job. It causes you stress. Your partner gets angry with you because you're constantly down about it. But you don't say anything about it because you're too scared. You don't say, hey, hey boss, what's good? By the way, I feel like I should be paid more. Can we discuss it? If you don't ask, you won't get the pay rise. And it stands for anything else in your life. We're all conditioned, I believe, um, to want to say yes to everything and not want to ask the difficult questions. And as a result, a lot of us go through our lives not getting what we want not getting what we feel we deserve, not getting what we're fucking worthy of, because we just accept that it's not the right thing to ask. I'm scared of the answer. What if I annoy that person? What if I upset that person? And you can quite quickly go years where you're actually in an unhappy situation because you never ask for the things that you want. You never actually go, I'm having this and I'm going for it. And, you know, the, the most successful people in this world will be people who just go out and fucking get what they want. Now, that doesn't mean to say that we're all going to be people like that because of, let's face it, we most of us probably look at people like that and think they're dicks. You know, just putting it out there. However... You can find more discipline in your life to ask more for what you want. And the easiest way to do this is look at the look at the situation and look at the outcomes. Okay, I've worked for this company now for five years. I've had small pay increases, but never really been paid a big increase. And I'm one of the top performers. People have come in. And they're paid more than me just because they come from another company and they've been able to negotiate their wage. Hold on, maybe they're maybe they're like 10 years younger than you, have not even half the amount of experience you do, don't know the company as well, don't contribute as much than you as you, but are getting paid more. You are fully within your rights to sit down and say to your boss, hey, we need to talk about this because I should not be getting paid less than this person who contributes less. The worst case scenario you have in that situation, realistically, is that your boss turns around to you and says no. What's the best case scenario? Well, the best case scenario is that you get the pay increase. And then you feel like you're actually doing the work that deserves the compensation you get or vice versa. Even on the negative side, your boss might walk out of that room with a better perception of you because you've actually had the bottle to stand up and ask a question. Or you might then see that as a catalyst, say, actually, you know what, if I'm going to be treated like that, if they feel like that's acceptable, I'm, no lo- I'm not going to work here any longer. I'm going to take myself outside of my comfort zone and we're going to go elsewhere, somewhere where I get paid what I deserve. So you can see how these situations play out When you visualise it in your head, actually, what's the worst case scenario I have versus the best case scenario? And I guarantee the best case scenario almost always outweighs what what the most extreme negative could be. And then there's also uh, just general things. 
in life that, that we might be scared to ask. We might be scared to ask our spouse or something. We might be scared to ask a family member or a friend to help us out. The true reality is that you will get nothing in your life if you don't ask for it. Okay, yeah, you can work for stuff. You can buy stuff. You can claim stuff. You can manifest. But the key part of manifestation is taking, uh, taking hold of the opportunities that land in front of you. If you don't take hold of those opportunities, they will disappear. And then where does your manifestation power go? Well, you're seeing all of these opportunities, but you're not taking action on it. Why should the universe provide for you anymore? So this is where you need to be very careful. Okay, well, yeah, I'm manifesting, I'm manifesting a better salary. Well, actually, my boss said to me that there's been an increase in the, in the pay budget this year. So I'm going to go and talk to my boss about that. When, you've, when you visualise it, when you imagine it, when you see it, the opportunities will pop up, but you need to take action on that. And if that means you need to ask for something, then you ask for it because of the conditions have been created for you to be able to do that. And either way, whether the divine is reaching you to a place of where you get rejection, so it leads you down another path towards what you want, or whether you get a yes and that gives you exactly what you want, until you take that step and you ask for it, you won't know either way. Rule number three, then, is, is really simple. Get yourself outside of your comfort zone. One of my favourite sayings, and, and I've said it often on this podcast previously, is that the comfort zone is a place where your dreams go to die. That is honestly one of the most powerful sayings for me and uh, has often inspired me to take action and actually do what I believe I should be doing or just to do something to see what happens and to, to take that action that I feel leads me in the direction I should be going. And the thing with any form of life improvement, changing your lifestyle, changing your environment, making big decisions like around your relationship, your job, um, your friendships. These things are always scary. And the reason why they're scary is because of there's an unknown. Usually when you're moving out of your comfort zone, you're creating an uncertainty and our minds don't like uncertainty. Our minds are designed to see safety and certainty because we know what the outcome is and when we know what the outcome is we know whether there is a opportunity where we might get hurt when you think about it uncertainty in our in our ancestors potentially meant death now uncertainty for us in this day and age really probably means <clears throat> maybe you know maybe if i quit my job and start a business maybe i have to get a job again in 12 months time or maybe um, maybe if I leave this person, I, I might not find another person as good as them. I'm unhappy as fuck, but maybe I won't find another person as good as them, right? You can see how sometimes we're, we're forced into staying in, un in uncomfortable situations, situations we don't like, just because of the certainty of it is more comfortable than leaving it. I did that. I was in a relationship that I hated for, for many years. I say hated, maybe that's harsh to be fair. But I certainly wasn't happy. I certainly didn't see that person as being the person I would want to spend the rest of my life with. Um, but I stayed in it because it is more comfortable knowing the certainty of that relationship than leaving it. Same with the job I had. I was in a job for 10 years. I last three years, it sucked. Like my soul felt like it was being drained, but I stayed in it 
because it was comfortable. I've been with that organisation for 10 years. I knew I was safe. I knew I was comfortable. I knew that I could do the job with my eyes closed. But you bet I was not improving at all. So staying comfortable just leads to us staying in the same situation. Unless you do something differently, you'll always get what you're getting. Um, And this is the key, for me, this is the key rule. Whenever you can find an opportunity to make yourself uncomfortable, fucking do it. If you feel like it's the right thing for you to do, yes, it's scary. Yes, it's bloody uncomfortable. Yes, it's going to lead to you having to do work. Yes, it's going to lead to you maybe asking for something. All of that is uncomfortable. But the first two rules are really uncomfortable. But if you don't make yourself uncomfortable, you're just going to stay exactly where you are right now. And I'm going to ask a question for you to, to ponder. And you don't have long to ponder it because you're listening to my voice. And unless you pause me or, or stop, um, you're, going to have to, you're going to have to continue listening to me drone on after I ask this question. But my question would be, why are you listening to a self-improvement podcast? Why are you looking to improve yourself? What has led you to either this podcast or a similar podcast? What has led you to reading books by the likes of Jay Shetty or James Clear or Tony Robbins? I guarantee it's because of you're not happy of where you are. That's what led me to self-improvement podcasts. That's what led me to my mentors. That's what led to me creating a podcast because I wanted to journal, have an opportunity to journal my progression in a way that I could listen back and see how I've improved myself, but also be able to help people in the process. I'm here because of I felt shit with my life, and I'm here because of I had to do something about it. Are you doing something about it? Are you making yourself uncomfortable? Are you taking those opportunities to make yourself uncomfortable? Or are you pissing off making a decision? Are you pissing off making that scary step because you're uncertain what the outcome will be? Are you putting off having that conversation? Ask him that question. If your answer is, yeah, maybe, or, oh, I don't know, then the answer is you're you're not allowing yourself to become uncomfortable. And the result is actually you're making yourself really fucking uncomfortable by staying comfortable. It's ridiculous, right, When you when you look at it. When you take that decision, when you pull the plaster off, when you make that move, you feel such a weight fall from your shoulders. Because of there will be that release. You're actually moving in the direction that you've been manifesting all this time, whether consciously or subconsciously. You will be moving in the direction that you feel is right for you. And the universe is willing you to go that way. The only person not going there is you because of your stupid human mind. And I say stupid, you're not stupid, but our brains are stupid. It's holding you there because of it's like, oh, this is scary. Oh, this is uncertain. Oh, I'm not sure I should do this. Oh, what happens if I do it? And we hold ourselves in that place. But if you can make yourself uncomfortable, fucking do it. Because it will get you closer to where you need to be. And if you're sat here like, actually, there's nothing big that I'm holding off, but I kind of get what you're saying. Make yourself uncomfortable, keep moving, keep growing, etc. If you're thinking of ways, how can I make myself more uncomfortable? I can give you some examples. So number one, journal. If you don't journal already, do some journaling. That feels uncomfortable because you're having to talk to yourself. You're having to get really close to who you are. 
and asking yourself those tough questions is uh, is uncomfortable because your mind will give you the answers. Equally, you could take cold showers. They are very uncomfortable, but they teach you discipline. Even when you hate it, you don't want to do it, it gives you a different level of discipline than you've ever had before. Or just sit in silence. Have no music on, have no TV on. In this day and age, we're we're almost always have some kind of media on the the go, whether it's a podcast, whether it's an audio book, whether it's TV, music. We always have sound around us distracting our mind. And for a lot of people, the prospect of sitting alone with their mind in complete silence, just of themselves, is a very, very scary prospect. I heard a stat, and don't quote me on it because I can't remember exactly the number, but something like around 70% of of males, males, so um, I believe between the ages of like 18 and and 40, around 70% of males would rather do something really hideous than be sat alone with their own thoughts, which is shocking, right? When we sit alone and we hear our own thoughts, that's when we can really identify who we are and what's going wrong and what we need to change and what makes us unhappy and what makes us happy. So if you don't give yourself any time alone, just in silence, and that feels very uncomfortable for you right now, just thinking about it, then please, please, just take five minutes and try it and see how you feel afterwards. And it will be uncomfortable. You might feel silly. You might find your mind really distracting you. Let it. And then see what what you come up with. Because then you start to find who you are and find your improvement and find actually what what desires you do have and what you need to do to move forwards. So that's everything I've got for you today. Uh, So our three simple rules. Number one, do the hard work. Number two, uh, I'm going to have to remind myself what number two was. Number two was... Fuck me, I've completely forgotten, guys. Sorry. Um... Ask questions. So if you don't ask, you don't get. Sorry about that, guys. I had a complete mind blank there. And you can tell I don't really um, edit these podcasts. I keep anything like that in there because of it should be raw. It should be it should be personal. And I want you guys to see that I'm not perfect because I'm far beyond it, as you already know. And then rule number three is make yourself uncomfortable. Get yourself outside of your comfort zone. Thank you so much for listening today. I really appreciate you taking the time. And as always, if you enjoyed this podcast and you don't already subscribe, please hit that subscribe button. And I'd also love it if you could give me a rating if you haven't done so already. Um, And to end this episode, I'd just like to ask you one final question. And this is just for yourself to think about. But what can you take from this episode that gives you value? What gives you value from this episode? And think about it, remember it, bottle it up and take it forwards with you into your day and into your week. Thank you so much, and I'll see you on the next episode.